Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and this is part two of a three-episode series of Are You a Saboteur of Your Own Success? And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the damage that is done to a person by, you know, continuing to live a criminal lifestyle. Are you a sabot- Are you sabotaging your own success? Are you a co-conspirator in your own demise? I'm going to talk about what that does to you and the damage that it causes you and those around you, right? So, in the first episode of this series, I talked about the four things that I've identified, you know, personally with myself that can answer the question, are you a saboteur of your own success? You know what I mean? And I'm not going to go back over those. If uh, If you don't remember what they are, check out part one of are you a saboteur to your own success and and you can catch up with that but what I'm going to do now I'm just going to get right into it you know what I'm saying on the damage that it's going to cause you you know what I'm saying if you continue on this path and the people around you now you got to keep in mind that you know uh, we all have uh, the people that are involved in the system whether you are uh, are on one side or the other of it a lot of people have concluded uh, the majority of people in my opinion have concluded that the system uh, in one way or another, is rigged for us to fail. Now, whether you believe that or not, it's hard to maintain uh, a positive, constructive lifestyle the way the system is set up. You can't be in this area. You can't hang with this person. It's a lot of things that you can't do, right? But if you continue to focus on those things, you're going to be trapped in there, right? So, and we also know that, you know, the way the system works is that uh, it disproportionately affects uh, people that are black and brown. We also know that too, right? But it also affects poor white people as well. You know what I'm saying? So let's not get caught up in that, but let's just move forward and say, okay, how can we all move forward and and try to solve this problem individually and collectively uh, for our country, right? So if you're continuing to commit uh, criminal activities, right, after you've concluded you know what I'm saying? Looking at yourself and say, okay, I am sabotaging my own success. Now, what harm is it causing me? Well, if you're continuing to commit criminal activities, the main thing that I look at is like, what damage is it doing to the people around you, right? Is it doing more damage than the actual system that's set up to, uh, in my opinion, enslave you? I think it does. You know what I mean? Because you become a co-conspirator. Now, when you normally talk about conspiracies, you, you, you're dealing with people, right? But in this situation, you're dealing with an entity, which is the system, and then you're dealing with an individual, right? So as an individual, if I continue to walk and practice in these ways of criminal thinking, I can no longer look at the system and say, wait a minute, you don't want me to succeed. You don't want me to be a successful person. Why do I say that? Why do I say that? The first time I give you that, you have the right to say that because you may not know how the system works and so on and so forth. But if you're in and out of the system, you can't use that as an excuse anymore because you know that the system is rigged for failure. You know that the system disproportionately affects poor people of all colors and particularly black and brown people. You know what I'm saying? So you know that the problems, you know the problems that the system has, but you continue to choose to participate in it. So in that, you become a co-conspirator in your own demise, right? So what is it that you need to be doing and who's being affected by that? 
the people in your circle, the people in your circle, eventually, as you get older, they're going to look at you as a person that's not a trustworthy person because you're continuing to perpetuate a lifestyle that leads a person in and out of prison or to the hospital or to the graveyard, right? You are offering nothing of substance that will let a person see a lifestyle different than a lifestyle that causes people to be harmed, hurt, lie, deceive, and all of these types of things. That is the lifestyle that you're promoting. With that, you lose credibility. And the worst thing that you can do, in my opinion, is lose credibility amongst the people that love you the most. They'll tolerate you. Just take a look around. Take a look around and look at the people in your circle. Look at the people that you love the most. And ask yourself, do they really trust you? If they know that you've committed crimes, robbing, maybe murder, rape, or whatever the case may be, ask yourself, ask them, as a matter of fact, do they really trust you? If you're, like I say, if you make a mistake one time, I, I see family looking at you like, yeah, pick yourself up, move on, this, 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 and that. But if you're continuing to do that, eventually your family and the people around you, they're going to start looking at you like, this is you. This is who you are. This is who you choose to be. Because it does come down to a choice. Once you become conscious and aware of the traps that are set within the system, you can no longer make the excuse that you don't have a fair shot. Because if you see the traps, you know what to do to avoid them. Walk the straight and narrow. But you're choosing not to do it. And that's tricky for a lot of people that are on the outside looking in because eventually they start to look at you and say, that's who you are. You know what I mean? And that's not what you want. That's not what you want. And when you continue to commit those types of crimes, you further push yourself away from a system that may not be perfect, but it's one that will allow you to set an example for those that are coming behind you as a way to avoid the trappings of prison. It may not be perfect, but it's better than prison. I'm not I'm not finna sit here and say everything about the system is right and all this and that. It's a lot of work to do. That's what happens. You know what I'm saying? In a country like this, we got a lot of work to do. We're, we're building toward the, the dream of what this country can become. And you understand what I'm saying? So you want to be part of that movement. You don't want to be part of that movement that is constantly in and out and you get this legacy of being a career criminal. You don't want that. But again, if you don't find a way to move forward, you end up being labeled somebody that is not trustworthy. And when you become a person that is not trustworthy, then people start looking at you in ways that you really won't appreciate. But the longer you wait to move beyond that mindset, that criminality that you're living in, the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be for you. And a lot of people just uh, can't seem to pull away from that because go back to the first thing that I said about are you sabotaging your success, right? And the part what I talked about identifying and correcting the issues that brought you to prison anyway. If you have some kind of issue, mental illness or something like that, you need to look into that because that might be instrumental to you being able to turn that corner and leaving all of this crap alone. You know, I know for me, I had to deal with rejection and all this. And I know you're probably saying, wow, how does that factor in you 
committing your crimes and so on and so forth. Well, all I say is this, right? Check out my book. You know what I'm saying? Check out my book and it'll break all of that down for you. It's too long of a story for me to try to tell in this particular episode. So check out my book. It's called How, uh, Becoming a Murderer. How PTSD Influenced My Decisions. It's available at jtb3.org and uh, you'll get your copy ASAP. You know what I mean? And that'll explain to you how rejection and all of those types of things played into that. But I had to go through this. I'm not telling you anything that I don't know. I went through all of these things, processed it out, thought about it, and tried to figure out a way to move forward. I still struggle today. But I do know that being a responsible person inside or outside of prison is worth it. It's hard work, but it's worth it. And a lot of people just don't want to accept that because they can't see beyond, you know what I'm saying, the things that have been making them, have become a part of their lives, you know what I'm saying, and it contributed to their self-worth and their identity. They can't see beyond that. You got to learn to see beyond that, you know what I'm saying? And once you do that, you'll be able to move beyond this uh, trap that's been set for you and me and people like me and you, and you'll become a person that sees themselves worthy of success and all the other things that the world has to offer. Now, with that said, I'm going to close this episode out. You know what I'm saying? This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and uh, peace.